Ah, uh, you got it in this time. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Tuesday, November twenty third edition of the AM show, hosted live here on Alpha Mint. As always, we go live at nine AM Monday to Friday for your uh for your listening pleasure. Uh I am your host, R2 D Chen. Along with me, as always, by the man who has been bulled up on snails for 72 hours straight, Mr. Free Market Capitalist. Feels like 72 days at this point. Hey, now. (laughs) Not quite the uh, enthused hey, now I was expecting from you, but I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, Good day yesterday. Holy, the NFT market is back in full swing. We can kiss the shit coining goodbye for the time being. And we are uh, definitely having some fun. Alpha Mint's having a lot of fun as well. A bunch of new signups. Welcome to anybody that uh, signed up into the Moon Lounge and jumped in there yesterday. Already some big wins. I think that we can start booking. Um, And if you're on the fence about joining the Moon Lounge Pass, as uh, as always, just uh, reach out to me or Free Market or any of the team and we will uh, we'll give you the rundown about uh the community that we have growing here but it has been a, a really really great week for alpha mint and we look forward to uh finishing it off strong so uh, i've got about 30 people in the audience today hoping to break that all-time high at 52 as we uh as as the nft market continues to uh gain a lot of steam um right now i just want to switch into cryptocurrencies for a brief overview uh bitcoin and ethereum saw a bit of a dump yesterday actually bitcoin getting down to around fifty six thousand. ethereum almost uh breaching that four thousand dollar floor both finding some pretty solid support and uh and and doing okay at the moment um but what's your what's your take on this where do you see do you, do you think the trend is going to continue downwards or are we just uh having a healthy consolidation here i think it's a sentiment reset everybody you know anytime i hear the entire crypto world predicting an exact month we're gonna moon i know it's not gonna happen it's really you know these things happen when people are dejected bored and not looking you know it, gr- the grass doesn't grow when you're staring at it and sentiment needs to be reset, which is great for NFTs because it's the only game in town right now. And man, I couldn't even tell you the price of Ethereum and Bitcoin because it has just been a madhouse here. You know, most mints are minting out. Uh, they're trading above mint price. There's gigantic volume in projects to sell into it feels very much like summer right now yeah a lot of times uh the price of ethereum doesn't really matter to us i definitely operate in the one eth equals one eth realm when i'm buying the jpegs it definitely makes the uh purchases a little bit more palatable um but yeah i mean for the time being uh the money seems to be flowing back into NFTs and it's been a, it's been a really good sign for us um, as we, uh, as we look forward um, <clears throat> really quickly, just uh, looking at uh, decrypt here. I saw that Odell Beckham jr. Has agreed to receive his salary in Bitcoin. He's also giving away $1 million in Bitcoin on cash app as well. This is uh, of course a cash app marketing. Um, I, I don't want to say ploy their, their marketing tactics, but uh, yeah. So he's uh, agreeing to receive four four point two five million dollars in salary for the 21-22 NFL season. Aaron Rodgers was also doing something in this vein, uh, receiving a portion of his uh, salary in Bitcoin as well. Um, you know, it, it's 
It's kind of interesting. These are people that are are incredibly wealthy. Uh, they, you know, they don't have a mortgage on their house that they're living paycheck to paycheck. So, you know, if he if he gets four million dollars in salary in Bitcoin and it drops to two million dollars and then springs up to six million dollars as the uh, crypto markets ebb and flow, uh, he's not going to feel it too much. But um my you know, only my only suspicion here is that the owner writing his paycheck is also an Ethereum miner because why they're making him pay the gas fees to change all that Bitcoin into Ethereum after he gets it. <laughs> I have no idea, but it is a heartening sign to see crypto, you know, continues to go mainstream. We have a new reason every day and there it is. Yeah, even if you're uh, so uh, I should just uh, preface the fact that there's nothing in this article that says he is switching it to Ethereum. Um, but uh, it's, it's just logical sense. Yeah, just good practice, I guess. But no, Bitcoin Maxi, Ethereum Maxi doesn't matter. News like this is good for the crypto world in general. And uh, again, it's just there has been an abundance of in your face news regarding um, crypto and NFTs in the last couple of weeks. You know, the crypto.com arena in, in L.A., the FTX Arena in Miami, uh, Post Malone, uh, Jimmy Fallon, Odell Beckham Jr. doing this now. Like it is, uh, it is, it is a good time, and uh, we'll see how much of that news uh, continues. And you know, as the inevitable uh, run up and run down uh, happens as well. So you know, when when Christianity was taking over the known world at the time, <laughs> it didn't tell the pagans to stop practicing. It basically just said, "You could have whatever parties you want, just say Jesus." And everyone was like, "All right, better than dying, right?" And that's basically what you're seeing happening in crypto right now. You're not. We're not telling anyone to change what they're doing yet, but we're buying your stadiums. We're bidding for your constitutions, and very soon you're going to look around and realize you're transacting in ones and zeros. Thank you. You, uh, yeah, you took that in a pretty good direction when you <laughs> when you first started along that track. I had no idea where you were going, but I like it. We um, I'm glad I tied it together. Maybe we could do like a four hour podcast on the the history of that and how it ties into crypto. Um, <laughs> some other interesting news that I saw, um, the, the queen of Thanksgiving, I'm air quoting Martha Stewart is, uh, launched a, a batch of, uh, NFTs on the Ethereum network. Um, not sure what to make of this. Uh, she, I'm going to pull it up here, but it is like a collection of like weirdly filtered pumpkins. There's some animated ones, uh, she dressed up like a nurse and sold a, uh, an Ethereum uh, or sorry, an NFT for like four ETH or something. <laughs> I'm not even suggesting this is a play. It just popped up to me. And, um, you know, she's she's pretty good friends with Snoop, actually. So I guess look for Kazomo to, to jump into this. But uh, at least uh, some pretty funny, lighthearted news. And I don't know, maybe it gets a Thanksgiving pump going into the weekend. Not financial advice. There's been like almost no volume on this uh, project in the last 20 days. So well, at your own Martha, risk. Right. We know Martha Stewart and Snoop are weed buddies. Oh, yeah. And we know Snoop is Cosmo, wink, wink. And you never know. Maybe it's going to flow into that. I think that it's weird we don't know about it. It seems to be an undiscovered NFT. You know, these celebrity NFTs, the first ones or whatever, tend to do pretty well. But I've never heard of it. So I'm going to have to go look at it after the show. It's uh, the collection's called Martha Fresh Mint. (laughs) And it's definitely her, huh? Uh, like it's not some, but it's not a fan. It seems to be like, um, yeah, it seems to be like 
verified i guess i don't know there's a an yeah, nft of her reading an excerpt or something i guess so right. like, <laughs> we know nothing about it loading up on the martha stewart nfts let's okay. go um okay speaking of nfts let's quickly look at wgmi um wolf game is kind of leading the pack on the one day change as they dropped their genesis land and the farmers uh the actual wolf game nft having a little bit of a bounce back hovering around four eth floor uh women and weapons still doing well monkey bet is doing well we'll talk about that in a little bit um Boongie's having a bit of a run up. Head Dow is kicking around here. It looks like it's kind of dropped off the list as it's pulling back a little bit minor. Um, Head Dow, for anybody that's in it, actually just announced that there's going to be a utility coming to the platform. Uh, it's, it's hinted that it's some kind of like NFT trading utility, maybe along the lines of like a Moby.gg or an IC tools. I'm not really sure what to make of that. The announcement is coming sometime today. Uh, the thing that I like about this, that what they're doing is that they're actually using, uh, the head token as payment for the subscription to this. Uh, so you'll be able to buy six month usage up front with the head token, and then it'll be a monthly subscription thereafter. But, um, you know, they, they continue to silently, uh, you know, make some plays and, uh, you know, sitting around a 0.25 floor, which I'm not too upset about as a holder myself, uh, but something to watch for. We don't have to go too, too in depth with that. Uh, seven. Yeah, yep. Go ahead. As- I'm just thinking as DAOs fall out of favor, uh, in favor of on-chain games as the the current trend. It's good to see head DAOs sticking in there. And I've always said it: while the trend was going on, you had every opportunist and you know shit idea in the world rushing towards that particular meta. Um, a few of them were going to make it, and we've always we we've kind of liked the sham DAO, and it's uh, it's holding its floor. So. You know, as trends move on, look for those projects that hold their floors while money leaves the ones that uh, are not best of breed, as we would say in the stock market. Yeah, I mean, they. Uh, if we're going to really quickly touch on Head Dow, they, you know, they give a large portion of their royalties and the initial mint to the Dow. Uh, they've scooped up a lot of um NFTs through voting. It's all been done through community voting. They've... um you know, they've set up the uh, multi-sig wallet, they've set up the token, they're adding utility to the token, and it just seems to be going pretty well. They seem to be trying to make this as true to a, a DAO as possible. So um, a, a, a project that I'm comfortable with, uh, that it's not ripping immediately, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to hang on to it and see what they do. So um, speaking of uh, the Wolf game that we mentioned uh, yesterday we talked about um, that they had the Dutch auction going on for the land sale and the Gen Zero owners could claim their land as well. That is all claimed. They were also selling farmers and uh, they all sold out as well. Uh, OpenSea showing a 0.4 floor on the Genesis land deeds. I kind of I, I didn't actually quite catch where the uh, Dutch auction ended for that. I think it was about 0.25, 0.3. But uh, I kind of thought that given the hype of the Wolf game, that these would maybe take off a little bit. They are a 20K supply. Um, farmers doing about the same 0.4 floor in an 8K supply. Uh, and, and Wolf game seems to be kind of in the middle of a little bit of a pullback. 
Um, Wool Token took a little bit of a beating yesterday, and um, it, it's one of those things, right? It, it reached such a high plateau in such a short period of time that it actually takes an incredible amount of Ethereum or ETH token or fuck ETH coin, <laughs> ETH to uh, to kind of prop that floor up and, and keep it at that like seven, eight ETH floor that it was holding. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> one of the most impressive. The stories I've ever seen in NFTs, but all the gains were pulled forward. We talked about it yesterday. What could they possibly announce that would justify that price? And all your favorite influencers and people who got in early and whales were dumping on you yesterday if you got into that game late. I mean, it's, it, you know, if if that game held a 1E floor for the rare for the wolves or whatever the rarest asset is in that game, it'd be super impressive. It was minting out at 0.06. It would be a wildly successful P to E, you know, uh, on-chain P2E, P2P game or whatever you want to say. But because the influencer hype cycle went harder than I think any of us had ever seen, every influencer, every punk, every ape you know on this game It pulled all the possible games forward, gains. There's only so much money in NFTs right now, and this shit is really niche. This isn't like uh, a broadly based appealing NFT. This is a very niche thing for crypto nerds, and there's only so much money. They pulled it all forward. And while I could see just like loot, I mean, we were talking about it while it was happening. It was exactly like loot. Right. Or Blute because Beanie was involved or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it did really feel like uh, if you could if you could match the social dynamics up like a chart and overlay them, you, it would it would almost follow the same trajectory. It feels like now, obviously, Wolf Game isn't quite quite crashing and burning in the spectacular fashion that, that Blute and uh, Beagle did. But um, I, I mean, remains to be seen. Right. I mean, Loot is holding a two to three ethereum floor ever since then which minted for free you know these again would be successful these would be viewed as very successful projects had the hype cycle not gotten so far ahead of itself and quite frankly that'll be a good opportunity down the road because these things are going to have another day they obviously have a community that cares about them and they maintain their floors so even if Wolf game crashed to one E, you would still say it was successful and it's doing well and all that. But obviously what we saw two days ago was not sustainable where your average, you know, player was pulling out. I don't know what $5,000 in wool a day. Their assets were worth incredible amounts. It's not sustainable. So it's weird to put that into perspective, though, because like, you know, from the, from the outside looking in, a one ETH floor is nothing to uh, like shake a stick at. Like that's a it's a great accomplishment, and it's um, you know for anybody that got in early to that project, you're going to have some pretty nice gains involved in it, especially from like a point zero seven floor, and you know the world that you could have taken along the way and turned into profit. Um, but I find when the the height of the floor was upwards of eight ETH and people are spending eight, 10, you know, 15 ETH. I saw Gary V not that it matters for him by a, by a wolf for, but you know, there's going to be a large portion of people on the other side of that one ETH floor that are calling this a disaster too. Right. Exactly. I mean, it all depends on when you got in anybody who got in early, really, there's nothing bad that can happen to them at this point, unless they got too married to what their account looked like at the top. Um, 
Whereas anybody who got in, I mean, it's classic Ponzi. We call everything a Ponzi. And that doesn't mean that it's bad or illegal or people shouldn't do it. But, you know, all these things, everybody is thinking from the moment they get in, when do I get out? When's the best time to get out? When's the most profitable time to get out? So this is always a race to see who can get out with the most money closest to the top before it all collapses. Is this game going to be fun to play when people aren't making oodles of money? I'm not sure. Seems a little boring to me. Uh yeah, I mean, there's better games out there that don't cost you so much money. <laughs> Most innovative, pioneer. Like, what do you even do? Uh, you know, it it just, I'm, I'm not even knocking it. I love these things. And I, it, it's just, it was the hype cycle that got ahead of itself. And we're seeing the repercussions now. Yep. It will be interesting to uh, to see where it ends up in the in the grand scheme of things. But they do have some stuff planned. Um, another project that has some stuff planned that was maybe the recipient of some runoff hype uh we briefly mentioned yesterday but uh we'll we'll talk a little bit more about was the snails which um i mean what a run that that had uh from back from dead 0.01 the floor looks like it's sitting at about 0.3 right now for like some absolutely massive gains for anybody that kind of scooped some floors up um two days ago it was sitting at 0.0099 so under 0.01 and you could have uh, pretty much written it off i mean there was the mentality in in the snails community and alpha mint and, and in my own headspace was just like i minted this for free so i didn't care but uh yeah i mean this thing was dead and gone and lo and behold here we are Right. And that's why, you know, everyone during the bear was like, oh, if a project gets under a certain amount, it's dead and gone forever. I'm like, okay, (laughs) people are very, very short term minded. And it is this is an instant gratification world. We're in the world of social media, so it's hard to blame people. But man, you could have caught a pretty nice 70 X because yesterday, I believe the floor and we're talking basic unrolled snails topped out around 0.69. Nice yesterday. <laughs> and this is a project that Alpha Mint had a lot of OGs in who got free mints and then people who were on the white list. And I loved this project from the beginning. I'd say most of the snails look absolutely fabulous. Some are hideous. And I rolled my snail into a really ugly snail. So when it hits my 1.2 E, it's not going to be hard to sell that little guy. Uh, but it was a project everybody kind of liked and loved and just thought it was launched at the wrong time. Gas was ridiculous thanks to Shiba and the meme coins. And it was really unprofitable at the time. That sounds like play. a good band name. Yeah. <laughs> Shiba and the meme but, coins. Know, yeah. How many years was Bitcoin mining unprofitable? You have to be forward thinking in a lot of these projects. And if you're just buying them for a trade, well, the, the during the bear market, there were no trades to be had. Now that seems to be coming back. But I think that any of the games that were around before Wolf Game, whether we're talking orcs or, you know, even See My Cats, which got fudded pretty hard and the floor died yesterday. I think that people are going to be looking for these um, over the net, you know, as long as this trend lasts, because they're sitting at 0.02 right now. It looks like a dead project. Well, 
when people get more confirmation bias because something like whale game or cat and mouse get also moons or something like that, and they again go back looking for the other games, those worthless ones at 0.02 that at one point were 1E, people invariably in their mind go, oh, that can get back to, you know, 0.3 or 0.4. So just that whole, you know, orcs, they're seeing amazing volume right now that it's hard to chop through that floor with sneaky ninja pants just constantly bombing it every time we get above 0.85. But man, the volume is just really steady there. So we know where this new meta is, these games and snails was up 449,000% volume wise yesterday over a 24 hour period. Yeah, well, it's easy to be um, up that much when the volume before <laughs> when, was when one was sale. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why we're talking about like giant gains that we've made or something. I'm like, I minted these fuckers for free. I'm on like a divide by zero type gain on this, but no, I uh, put a little bit of gas into it to roll them. They are fucking hideous, but like in the most ade- endearing way possible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're cute, hideous and you know, they're fun and they, they bounce back. They had fallen to 0.14 overnight. And this feels like one that's not going away because people bought that up pretty quickly. It's back at 0.3 now. Yeah, for sure. Uh, exciting times for the snails. Uh, see my cats, not so much, but looking for a they run got off there. A slow start. What a surprise. Shocking. A surprise. Uh, very on brand, though, at least. On brand. I think that's what. Um, speaking of uh, brands and branding, uh, Ben Baller launched. Ben Baller did the blockchain yesterday. Uh, for those that don't know, Ben Baller is deeply ingrained in the hip hop community. He's got about 1.5 million followers on Instagram and he does the jewelry for a lot of these, uh, big, uh, rap celebrities. And, um, so he, he launches NFT. It is jewelry, uh, themed and, uh, you partake, partook in it. I think you got in the whitelist. A bunch of Alpha Mint members got in there. Uh, I don't think the gains were as, as big as some people had hoped, especially with some of the hype that it was, it was carrying around, but, uh, it's doing all right. There are some, uh, some game, uh, game theory dynamics involved in it as you can roll for new gems and whatnot. But do you want to touch a little bit on what's going on there? So the orcs, they, you know, one of, no, the we're talking recent- about Ben Baller. One of the recent trends in, pro- in projects is that they'll slot out like 50 whitelist spots to Kaijus, to Kongs, to Mice, to Orcs, to try to get what they know as the OG projects in on their mint. And Ben Baller had gifted 50 to Orcs. Um, so I think 10 or 12 of us were able to get in there and get that whitelist. It was a first come, first serve. Click the emoji get on the whitelist thing. It minted yesterday. There were some technical issues to begin with, um, but we minted ours, even though gas was pretty high and the contract was just awful. It still is like for, a, a you know, for something where you have to pay gas for every action for your contract to be so poorly written, it takes more than it should every time. It's just double pain when gas is already high. Um, so we minted our chains and in the pre-sale, while they were up on OpenSea, they were actually going for a good amount. Floors were going for 0.25, uh, between 0.2 and 0.25. And I tried to convince myself, I said, hey, this is just a dividend from Orcs. Sell them into the pre-sale. But, you know, I I have a hard time selling anything. And I do like the gaming aspect of it all. I am currently up. 
2.6 baller bars as you earn these bars unstaked. So unlike most projects, uh, similar to Kaijus and Kongs, where you do not have to stake your NFT to earn the tokens, it's the same with the baller chains. Uh, you earn these baller bars. You are then able to mint the next 4,000 chains. There were only 2,000 in the initial mint, but you're able to mint the next 4,000 with baller bars. The price is initially four baller bars each. It is on a bonding curve. This is pretty typical for what we see in these games. And I decided to play, but the floor is down a lot. I think we're sitting at 0.12 right now. And I think I should have just taken my orc dividend yesterday because what happens with these things is obviously more supply is just going to be coming on the market now constantly. Unless demand for this game really outstrips that supply, then I don't see uh, the floor rising from here because you're just going to have more and more chains coming on the floor. And it's really expensive to play this game, especially with a poorly written contract. Yeah, there was a lot of talk in the uh, the Moon Lounge about how bad the contract was and how much gas this was chewing up. Uh, really unfortunate to see people with this kind of uh, this amount of resources uh, not kind of lock that down a little bit. Yeah, I thought this had a lot of potential because he has 1.5 million uh followers on instagram the guy makes jewelry for every rapper alive and if you had listened to his twitter spaces yesterday it seemed like there were no sophisticated nft traders or buyers and collectors in that room it was all people who were like man screw the gas i don't care it's 800 i'm buying my chain you know whatever i thought that was a good sign because it seems there he's able to bring in non-crypto people but it never really got the proper hype cycle. You would think it's in the exact right meta being an on-chain game, uh, a very popular personality, and he's in the hype, uh, you know, supreme board ape yacht club, hip hop, basketball uh, arena where like there are just so many NFT fans right now. We talk about how basketball is by far the largest supporter of crypto in general and nfts and uh ben baller never really got its bid it seemed and i'm waiting to mint my first chain because i need four but after i mint it i may just uh bail on it because i wouldn't even get as much as if i had just sold into the pre-sale yesterday so yeah i, I mean hope maybe, uh, maybe, you know maybe some sort of pr or mainstream advertising is coming today since th these guys come from that world but did not get off to a smashing start. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Obviously, I mean, you know, if if the gas had been good, the contract had been good, and uh, honestly, I'm just gonna say it: like uh, the artwork had been good, maybe this would be something that we'd be talking about in a much uh, better light. But like looking at them, like I I don't know. It just seems so low effort for uh, somebody who kind of flaunts on Instagram the quality work that he does for uh, these high profile celebrities. Um, I mean, this is just like some of the weakest pixel art I could possibly imagine. And I mean, I, I'm sure, you know, any any number of us could pump one of these uh, this project out in a day in terms of the artwork. Uh, you know, uh, I know it, hmm? the um, the it looks a lot better on the, the site than it does on OpenSea. 
I'm, I'm looking on the site. It's not doing it any favors. <laughs> OpenSea is not doing me any favors right now either. <laughs> I normally, you know, trying to follow along on OpenSea and I dare not refresh anything um, because it just goes blank. So uh, thank thank you so much, OpenSea. But uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking at the website and, you know, I, I know that 3D doesn't normally play very well, but this is something that like I think could have been done on 3D, like on some like cool jewelry stands or like um, even like people. I know that's a lot more effort, but um, I think this this could have been done so much better. And uh, I hate it (laughs) not to fight anyone's bags. I'm sorry. Like, you know, if you're involved in this and you see some long term prospects in it, by all means, like that's your research and that's your opinion. And uh, you're more than entitled to it. And I'll never tell you you're wrong. Uh, and if you I mean, want to if you want to debate the merits of it, we do the open mic session at the end. So by all means, come up um, and let us know. But I, I just I look at this and I don't regret not minting it. I'll give you I'll give you the quick bull case from a mainstream perspective. Sure. Yeah. The whole point. The whole point of the game is to eventually mint a rare chain. So. You're going to first mint these chains, then you use the chains to mint gems, then you use the gems to mint a rare chain. There's only 500 of them, and they're essentially going to be what we're speculating is a physical pass for parties, jewelry, meetings, celebrities, meetings, whatever, you know, all that type of stuff. That That is what seems to be hinted at here. It feels very much like Adam Bomb Squad or Rare Ghost Club, where the in real life angle of it seems to be where they think the value proposition is. I don't think they're making it clear enough that that's what you need to be playing and working towards, nor do I think anybody in the NFT community cares. They may have to, you know, make that appeal to the mainstream uh, followers of his account. We'll see. Yeah. I, again, like it, uh, there probably are some long-term prospects of it and we'll obviously keep our eye on it and maybe follow up today or tomorrow. We'll see how it, how it went for you with uh, the baller bars and the the chains that you've minted. But um, yeah, for the time being, I think we're uh, pretty safe to move on here. Um, just, uh, just got mentioned in the AM show chat and I completely forgot about this and it just is a testament to how much is actually going on in the NFT space right now. Uh, the soda hack yesterday, the Society of Derivative Apes, which is the aptly named, um, uh, uh ape doodles, uh, kind of crossover. The, did you, did you see this yesterday? Did you mint it yesterday? Uh, I didn't mint it, but you know, it, it just shows that even if you take every single security precaution and maybe there was a hole somewhere, but they did most things right. They had the website up already. They had a mint time so people shouldn't be confused, but these motherfuckers still got away with 40 ETH. The sneaky, the sneaky, sneaky, yeah, scammers. Um, So it wasn't actually a, a hack of an account. They managed to get in and somehow... I'm not sure how they got the permissions to do it. I think it was a webhooks type thing. Um, but they used, um, uh, they made the, uh, the name of the, the false account look exactly like, um, the admin and they started posting in, in announcements. Now here's where it got tricky. Um, they actually like waited and waited and waited until the mint was going live and then front ran the devs from posting the mint link and posted their own. And so right up until that point, 
it just seemed like a legitimate thing. Like he, they timed it perfectly. And unfortunately, I, I know I'm saying this in an excited manner, but like it was quite sophisticated. Um, and uh, they dropped the link and this wasn't one of the biggest ones, but 40 ETH did get uh, did get siphoned out of the ecosystem through through the scammers false link. And I think it was just a, a secondary website kind of with the domain name changed slightly. Is that correct? Yeah, it was a dot org. Yeah. Yeah, it was a spoof website that um, was not a real mint. It was just a transfer into another wallet. And, oh, you know, even if you've gotten that far, always look at your transaction and see if you're minting something versus just sending somebody mm-hmm. the, the money. Because it says it when you're sending versus doing something else. So, just you know. I know we're all racing because we don't want to either be beaten by other people or gas, but it just does you a favor to double check those things. Yeah, um, I would love to check on OpenSea and see how these are doing. Um, but again, OpenSea is being terrible. They did get it all sorted out. The uh, the false link got taken down in, in pretty quick order. But yeah, you're absolutely right. And and we've said this a million times. Like if this is a project you're interested in, go in and save the the links for yourself on a separate sheet that only you have access to. And uh, and just cross cross reference it. You know that extra thirty seconds. You know. I, I rarely will it cost you the ability to mint on some really, really hype projects. It might, but uh, you know, more often than not, even if you can save yourself from, from losing some ETH one time, uh, it's a positive EV move on, in my opinion. So, and you know, this, this was a real shame because this project seemed destined for the moon. I mean, it had just, I think it's everybody. doing all right. It is still that's it. I mean, I think people are are just disappointed because you know when you get off to a rough start like that, like they think it had a lot more potential and even though it's doing well, it probably could have done better had it not been for the the false start. So, uh still you know, everyone likes the doodles derivatives. I think these are going to do well. Uh hack be damned and just thank God it was relatively small compared to the ones we're seeing, but please be vigilant. Yeah. You know. Um, check icon in the, in the chat just mentioned that they did spam it in the discords too, which should be a big flag as well. Like just trying yeah. to get as much attention as possible in a short period of time. Um, so obviously something to watch out for Well, when you're dealing with that stuff as well. Um, but yeah, I, we talked about this yesterday too, and I've just pulled up some of the pictures on Twitter that they'd posted and like, damn, when done right, the doodles art applies so well to anything. Yeah. yeah like they're they're gorgeous. Yeah, they look so good. The poodles looked good, the doodles look good, the derivative apes look good. Like I'm 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 in on these. Uh the only one that didn't look good were the baby doodles, which were just shrunken down doodles. Come on. Come on. No effort here. No effort, low effort. No yeah. Effort. So uh sticking around on twitter um yesterday another drop that some of us participated in i did um beanie was shouting this out too was the uh the monkey bet and the baboon bet stealth mint yesterday um from invariant labs uh monkey bet is something that came into um fruition like maybe two three months ago it was actually one of the first nfts that i uh i bought and held for a long time um 
But, uh, you know, it is all centered around like a uh, online casino using MM, which is a monkey money, not to be confused with MetaMask. Um, and, and basically owning a monkey bet does, uh, allow you participation in the DAO and some of the proceeds. Now, the baboon dot bet is, uh, um, basically your right to uh, a slot machine or a part of a casino in there. And I, I do believe you can earn proceeds in monkey money um, when people play them as well. So people are kind of trading around rare slot machines. I wish again, OpenSea would pull up. Um, honestly, they it, it is just a screenshot of like a slot. They have different traits like apes or cars or uh, different like explosion things. They're not animated. They don't look good as like OpenSea NFTs, but they do serve a utility. And the reason that I ended up playing them, they were a mint at 0.05 each, is just that uh, Monkey Bet and Invariant Labs is a, a project that's kind of always been around. They've been working. They've had some runs. They've had some lulls, but uh, they do actually have an MVP, like a, a minimum viable product with uh, blackjack slots and roulette online for play. And um, I, and again, I'm not, I'm not shilling them, but uh, it is a project that, you know, when you look at roadmaps and stuff like that, a lot of times it's just you roll your eyes because it's like, when is this going to happen? Uh, they, they have, you know, gotten to work and they are doing stuff. And uh, in, in combination with the monkey bet, if you have the baboon bet token now, you can uh, combine them and you will get a pit boss uh, token, which is... Um, more participation in the uh in the DAO that they have. So um I mean I, I don't really know how I'm gonna play this. If it sees a dramatic run up in the future, uh I might just sell. But monkey bets yesterday went from like a 0.15 floor all the way up to like 0.35 for a little bit. Um it has in the past bull run been as high as 0. 0.7, 0. 0.75, I think. So I mean there's there's been some uh exposure there it's been around the block for a little bit and it hasn't gone anywhere so yeah am i bullish on it not super bullish but uh you know one that i feel pretty comfortable with having around to uh to see what happens i'll tell you what the dream is and i and everybody you know sit down and take a journey with me because this is why i'm so bullish on mana and the central land i know about monkey bet you know good luck with that the you all have our in-game tokens. My Kaijus, we have our R-Ways. My Orcs, we have Zug. Okay. In-game tokens are the future of NFTs. This is just how it's going to work. Imagine a casino in Decentraland where you can walk in with whatever your in-game currency is as your character. You sit down at a poker table or a roulette table or a blackjack table, and you seamlessly are able to bet your currency at that table. It will, through a smart contract, magically change into mana and magically change back, if you like, as you place those bets so that you can earn that type of thing. And uh, this is the future. I, I love that, you know, decentralized gambling within the metaverse and we can all bet with our in-game tokens. This is coming and I'm very excited. Yeah, uh, gambling is um, is definitely a leading factor in a lot of like online and, and metaverse plays. It, it has been since kind of the onset of the Internet. Um, some of the biggest apps on your phones are, are gambling apps like the slots and stuff, even if it's not for real money. It definitely has like a, a it holds a very captive audience um, as a as a former uh, casino junkie myself. And I know that you spent uh, more than enough time at a poker table. Uh, I, I definitely 
understand the validity of it and I understand the power of it, whether or not you think it's the, the devil or not. At the end of the day, I mean, NFTs and crypto, um, when you zoom out, go, goes up and to the right. But, you know, this is our own form of gambling, too. And, uh, you know, it would be naive to admit otherwise. But uh, but yeah, I, I see a lot of validity in it. I, I see this as a longer term play. And um I, I share your vision of like where the metaverse can go in terms of, of these uh, these online casinos. Well, I just casinos. want to point out our, our Botswanian friend Dark Illidan in the chat is telling us that there are regulatory issues. This would make them textbook securities. But quite frankly, this is a video game. Mana is a video game. Mana I live in Canada. Not, uh, yeah. <laughs> well... <laughs> Mana is not money. And I know that I am talking, this would be my position as a lawyer to any government. This isn't written law or regulation in most places, but mana is an in-game currency. This is a video game. They're gambling in there with play money. They're not really gambling. And that's why none of these companies or assets or projects should be setting up their own liquidity pools. DEXs are just that. They're deregulated exchanges. You can trade worthless paper on there. It's up to you. Um, And I know this is just my position. I'm not saying this is the law. This is how I would view it. And this is how I think the crypto world should argue it uh, personally. So thank you. (laughs) That's my, that's my view. on No. Yeah. It's, 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 I know. I know. Governments are, you know, they're not they're not just going to be like, okay, you guys can go make all this money and we don't get any of it. But I think there is some merit to it. I'm hoping that my example before about crypto kind of seeping into the the normie meta without anybody knowing and all of a sudden having all this leverage will will help my case. But yeah. Yeah, well, I know you were around for um, what was it, Black Friday on uh, on in the po- online poker world yes. and what that yeah. did to the the ended my first career. Yeah, it was a it was a disaster. It was a nightmare for a lot of um, Americans that were you know either rec- recreationally playing or heavily involved in online poker. But uh, it it does it does seem like. Uh, you know, if the decentralization aspect of this can really pick up steam and, and really, you know, hit full force, uh, once the, um, you know, once the, uh, toothpaste is out of the, uh, tube, as you would put it, there's no putting it back in. And, you know, if, if monkey money is, you know, I, I'm, I'm air quoting worthless and play money and people decide to assign a value to that, um, uh, I'm not going to say that there aren't going to be regulatory issues and that they won't go after it, but uh, it it does definitely becomes a little bit more difficult. And on that note, how is online poker still illegal? It's it's unreal. Yeah, we don't have to go into great depth, but gambling with sports gambling legal in every state. It's not whatever. Let's move. I'm Actually, if, if you want to do the soapbox thing, one of the hilarious issues that we ran into when uh, I ran a restaurant was um, we decided to do happy hour. OK, like, um, you know, the three to five drink specials and stuff like that. Yeah. So we made up all these signs and put happy hour on it, blah, blah, blah. And uh, the AGCO, which is the Alcohol and Gaming Commission of Ontario, which was where I am, basically came in and said, you got to take the word happy off of that sign. We cannot uh, allow you to encourage and glamorize the consumption of alcohol. Was this the NFL or the health board? 
No, the the Alcohol and Gaming Commission, like you I know, no, no, yeah, yeah. Oh, I see, I see, yeah. I'm so because the NFL is the <laughs> yeah. no fun league, and yeah. 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 So Ontario is the no fun province in, in Canada. But uh, no, honestly, it was like it was it was laughable that like that was the implication. So we changed it to social hour and that was OK. But um, what really kind of pissed me off is that uh, Ontario the, and, and the AGCO does have the um, sports betting platform, which is the um, um, I don't know. You can do the NFL picks. I can't even remember what it's called off the top of my head. I've never done it. Um, yeah. But yeah, you can parlay. You can do these crazy bets. It does cost money. People win ridiculous amounts of money on it. And they had an advertisement on the radio that literally said, it's just more fun when there's money on it or something like, like they were literally like, yeah, fucking gamble on it, man. And I was like, Motherfuckers, like fuck you. <laughs> Hypocrisy. They want their money. Yada yada yada. The man sucks. And so, yes, ticket it's to the man. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, I I will get off my soapbox regarding regarding those issues, and we will Legalize move back on poker already. <laughs> Tune in next for the uh, poker cast after for the next two hours. Um. Uh, yeah, so I think that's all the content I have today. Is there anything that you wanted to uh, to finish off with before uh, I touch on some alphamint related stuff and um, we go yeah. into the Q&A session? Just huge. It's a huge shout out to Orcs. I touched on them as we continue to talk about this game trend that's happening every day. And they've seen some huge buys from the likes of Fuck Render, uh, famous artist, if you don't know who that is. and uh, Tropo Farmer. It's been really steady volume the last few days. That floor is not going to move anytime soon. And I say that meaning it could move in three days. You know, you never know when the volume is going to come in, but there's a lot of wood to chop between 0.8 and 1. But man, they had a big announcement yesterday. They released their roadmap 2.0. Um, some of the finer points are there is going to be a land called Valkala. That's not Valhalla, that's Valkala. This is going to be the orc metaverse where each Genesis orc will be granted its own plot of land. You'll have to burn some Zug uh, to get it, but if you own an orc, hopefully he's farming some Zug for you right now. Um, they announce player to player, uh, group raids, uh, and just some really, really good stuff. I posted the roadmap on my Twitter, but even better than that, you guys should tune in to the first AM spaces where yeah. we are going to host the devs, the EtherOrg devs, Wednesday, November 23rd at 8 p.m. Eastern. So tune into that. We're the 24th, talk, yeah. Uh, yeah, the 20 day, yeah. We're going to uh, talk their whole roadmap. Um, get the devs point of view. These guys are super smart. You'll see why we're so bullish on this game. Um, and yeah, go check out that roadmap. The link is in my Twitter. I'll drop it. I'll drop their Twitter thread in the, uh, AM show chat as well. But yeah, that's all I got. Let's go to the AMA. Um, yeah, we could do that. I really just quickly wanted to mention that, um, right now we have, 66 passes left out of the 111 that we dropped. So, uh, yeah, what's that? Like 40, 45 we've stolen, uh, stolen, <laughs> sold since, um, since, uh, Sunday when they were released, which is absolutely incredible. Again, um, from like Scott and Drip Call, NVO, Free Market, all of the mods, Maz, Shubes, all of that. Like we are all just 
blown away by uh, the reception of some of the communities. I've even heard that a couple of people have found their way through YouTube and Spotify just listening to the podcast. So that's amazing. Thank you so much. And if you are uh, finding lots of value in the community, please don't be afraid to to send people our way so that they can at least come hang out with us. But uh, it's been a it's been a great little run here for the past uh, week and a bit for Alpha Mint, and uh, I only see big things in in the future. Um, and as I kind of alluded to yesterday, there's there is more to come. So keep an eye out for that. But uh, yeah, thank you. I honestly, everybody appreciates it so much. Man, having all this new energy in the room is great. And uh, there has just been some insane alpha the last week. So it's just the perfect storm. Uh, everybody coming in and the alpha has been nonstop, especially from some new members. A uh, shout out to the Seb and to everybody that's just been dropping amazing, amazing projects in the Moon Lounge. Yeah. Really quickly, I wanted to just show you something uh, uh, that Vishal has been working on um, with myself and uh, the help from the, the rest of the AM team is that we've been putting together um, our own official kind of whitelist and drop um, spreadsheet. So we're, we're going in um, kind of extracting some of the details from the discord finding all of the official links in here uh vishal has done a really great job writing up some um some official project details that he's been uh looking at and um you know outlining some of the ways you can get on the whitelist if it's still possible to get on the whitelist now obviously there's a lot more projects to to add in here so uh, like we mentioned yesterday if you're doing pre-sale and whitelist uh, you find anything or in the invite spam, like make sure to tag myself or Vishal in it if you want us to get it up on the, the spreadsheet and we'll go fill that out for you. We're really just looking for, uh, you know, a great way to consolidate information and um, and make it easier for you to to make great alpha plays as well. So uh, keep, a, keep a lookout for that. We will make that link public very shortly. And, uh, you know, as I said yesterday, if there's any information that you think is super valuable when looking into a project and you kind of want to outsource that to to us and our team just let us know and uh and we'll, we'll work on a good way of like easily relaying that information in the spreadsheet so that's another very exciting thing that we have uh working on and uh i i, I don't see why we won't release that to you in the next uh, 24 hours our underlying constant goal is to reduce noise and increase signal for you because we know it's busy out there. And every day we figure out better ways to streamline that. Thanks to you guys. So we're uh, we're pretty excited. Yeah. Amazing. On that note, if anybody wants to throw um, the, their hands up in the uh, in the audience, we can uh, we can bring you up. Uh, good news for everybody in the audience. We didn't break 60 members today, so uh, a free market will not uh, bless us with his beautiful Island Boys um, island singing. Boys. Oh, he's doing it anyways. You can't even say it without me wanting to do it. Come on. Yes, we're trying Those to encourage people to stick around. And more bleep. Moving on. Well, they are always swimming in a pool when they do it. So you're <laughs> you ain't wrong about something there. Um, but kind of hilarious. Like they, they they definitely look like they they come from an incredibly well off family and stuff like that. And they if <laughs> just I got completely mistaken, tatted up all over their face and everything. They were stars on a Nick. Nickelodeon show. Uh, at least that's what I've seen online. They're twins who were stars on some Nickelodeon show, so we should look that up. 
Uh, or we shouldn't because who cares? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I've got a lot more stuff that I would rather look into than the the trials and tribulations of the Island Boys. We can just edit this right out of the uh, recast. Not out of my memory, though, unfortunately. Um, Anyways. But yeah, while well, we're waiting for some hand. Oh, I've got one hand up. Ooh, a hand. Invite Gloria up onto the stage. The invite has been sent. All right, you're on. Good morning, GM. Hello and welcome. Uh, The ever-reliable Discord. If your mic is not working, sometimes you have to reset the app, whether you're on the phone or on your computer. We see that your mute is not on. Nope. um, But usually... Hello? Hmm. Hmm. $10 billion valuations don't get you what they used to these days, eh? Between OpenSea and Discord, right? Yeah. Definitely definitely short on both of those when they go public. Ha! No. Best investments of a generation. What are we talking about? Honestly, like, um, we were, we were... Sorry, I see you're still on muting and unmuting. Not sure if you're having any issues. Maybe try and leave the stage and then come back in. Yeah, we'll invite you right back up. Yep. Uh, just uh, try resetting your app if you're still listening. But yeah, the the amount of money um, and and deal flow that kind of runs through the Discord ecosystem it's uh, it's it's absolutely incredible. And it's um, you know we were saying there there are a couple of features away from being maybe kind of the the standard in terms of like online workspaces as well if they had like a really well-functioning calendar um and some other stuff they do have the reminders feature coming on too all right let's try this again good morning no it doesn't seem to be working hmm well, we try. Sorry about that. We can we uh, try. we'll we'll try yeah, and well, figure we'll it out trying. later. And uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. What uh, what projects are you looking forward to today? I saw a bunch of Moon Lounge members got in on uh, Bricktopians. I think OpenSea is actually functioning again. So I'm going to try and pick pick that up and see how it's doing. Yeah, there were a couple hot mints right right away in the morning uh, between the Bricktopians and then what was it? Kudo or something like Mm. that. Uh, They both seem to mint out pretty quickly, but OpenSea uh, could be hurting their hype cycles a little bit as it's just been impossible. You know what? Now that I'm up on it, uh, it does not look like it's hurting it at all. The volume on Brick. Kumo, yeah. Thank you, SBM. It's Kumo. I'm gonna grab that link. Um, the the volume on it has been great. The floor looks like on Bricktopian sitting at about 0.25 pre-reveal nice. right now. So um great mint for anybody that managed to get that in. I didn't see, I know there was a bit of a gas war going on at that time. I didn't see what it got up to. If anyone wants to say kind of what the cost basis of of it was when you got in on the public mint, if you did, uh that would be cool. But yeah, Bricktopian is looking like it's having a bit of a run. Um, kind of cool too. Like we always talk about how, um, uh, 3d doesn't play super well, but these are like 3d, uh, Lego looking faces that have some animation to them where they kind of explode or deconstruct themselves. Uh, at least pretty interesting. I, I I feel like they could do some cool stuff with rarities on this too. Yeah. Kind of unique, good textures. 
Um, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, one project whose art we've really been fans of since we discovered the Discord, I think they're up to 15,000 members now, is DigiDragon. Uh, one of the mods is in Alpha Mint T. Shout out to T. But he is hosting their last whitelist giveaway tonight. Um, it's going to be a quiz. I don't know if we know what the content is, but it will be at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, T will be hosting it. The That's white my bedtime. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the whitelist is closing on Wednesday. The Discord is closing on Friday. So I guess they're going to close the Discord before the Mint, kind of like Fish Tank uh, did and some other Discords have done. Arthur's fabulous. I'm really hoping to land a whitelist spot on that project. So tune into the <laughs> quiz tonight for your chance as well. Yeah, I might give that a shot. I do like the Digi Dragons uh, project. Mm -hmm. um, I did manage to pull up the uh, Kumo World Residence OpenSea page. Uh, volume pretty good on that too. Uh, OpenSea is not refreshing the floor. Kind of wishing I had minted this now. I, I took a pass um, at 0 0.06 for the mint. It did. It did. Um, it did have a slow start, uh, and then while I was doing some research for for the show and kind of setting up that, it really picked up steam. And and when those things kind of flip that switch and they start to go fast, it starts to go real fast. But uh, congrats to anybody that got in on that, and and hopefully it continues in the right direction. Looking at like maybe a bit of point one floor. Uh, based on the volume here, 0 0.1, 0 0.11, and some some larger sales, nothing absolutely massive, but I'm seeing like a 0.33. Uh, this one went for 0.75. So, you know, um, some of the rarer traits being picked out. It looks like there's some masks that are, uh, you know, sitting on the side of their head that maybe have some rarity to them. So uh, if anybody is involved in that, then, uh, you know, good, good pickup this morning. And uh, you could have done so without a gas war on that, too. Yeah, gas has been uh, I I saw gas at sixty this morning. I I almost fell oh, out of God. my chair. I haven't seen gas at sixty and actually I don't remember when, to be honest with you. You know, it just it, it's a little tip and it may seem obvious, but you, if you are involved in any of these on-chain games, it's good to set gas alerts because uh, that's a great time to do actions when you see those quick dips uh, yeah. under one hundred. You know, go roll or go pillage or whatever your particular game calls it. Uh, I've been doing that a lot. Like I actually waited a couple days to send my orcs rating. It, there are times where it's very time constrained and you want to start playing the game immediately gas be damned. And that's how it was in the first phase. But in the second and third phase, it's been a little more relaxed. So uh, I think they know that, too, that people are going to wait for gas uh, to go down. So set those alerts. We have one uh, up in the moon lounge for when gas falls below 80. Um, and, yeah, that's just a good tip to yeah, that, save money on these games. The other thing you can do, and, um, you know, take this with a little bit of caution, but uh, if, if, like you said, time is of the essence, like for my um, – for my see my zombies the graves that i was minting um you know i didn't really want to pay high gas for it so what i did was before i went to bed i set the the gas at like i think 75 and this was a time where it was dropping down to that level and just let it run and um eventually at some point in the night it did kind of just catch and uh and mint for about as low as i think i could have um the only yeah. the downside to this is just that like 
you know, if you did it right now and then all of a sudden a stealth mint drops in the next 30 minutes and uh, you want to partake in it, now you have a pending transaction and you can't um, you can't get your new uh, transaction in front of that. So now you have to try and cancel. You have to jack up the gas just to get it canceled. That's going to cost you money. Um, it really does just have to be something that you're you're willing to let sit for a couple hours um, and, and don't set the gas too, too low. Like 60 is great. <laughs> Amazing to see it That's hit about that. as low. As I would go at that, we used to set it to 40, uh, but I wouldn't even do that now. You may just never go through. That's um, I am immediately after this is done making that meme of the old lady with the walker being like, <laughs> you know, we used to set gas at 40 and it's like, OK, free market, let's get you to bed. Oh my God. Um, but yeah, like I, I would never have sat. I would never set my gas at 60 because I think that that's a very, very rare treat to see. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it does seem to have pretty frequent dips down into the 80s, high 70s. Yeah. 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 And uh, and again, as long as there's, uh, you know, a couple of hours for that to sit and and marinate and finally go through, because, again, if you if you're partaking in live drops or uh, you need to sell something quickly, um, you are going to get yourself jammed up with that uh, pending transaction. All the Europeans are uh, bragging how they see 60 every day because they live they live in a favorable time zone. It's really Asia and America that screw up uh, that screw up gas. So the Europeans get to dance around in low gas every night while we're sleeping. Oh, yeah, the chat is going uh, nuts with the (laughs) the Euro friends over there. But and we could play online poker. <laughs> oh, my, you know, really. Uh, now I just need a few hours after the show to recover. That's, that hurts. Though in America we do get digital frames twenty percent cheaper than you guys. So ha, ha. Not nothing. No, uh, you can keep it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. Well, if anybody wants to, uh, if anybody wants to jump up, we'll leave it going for a couple more minutes. And then if not, we will wrap the show up for the day. Um, yeah. Oh, we're going to bring Josh up. Oh, actually, Josh had some great news. Did you see this yesterday? Did you see who followed him on Instagram? Oh, no, it's actually huge. You didn't know this. I did not know this. Joe Rogan followed his Shroomheads account on Instagram. Whoa. Well, 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 I guess we better go, uh, go check that out. I mean, Joe Rogan is what? 50 million followers. Yeah. And did he ever respond to you? Josh, actually GM. Good morning. (laughs) GM, GM. (laughs) So this, this is all true, right? The verified, uh, Joe Rogan account followed you. Yeah, it is legit. Actually, Joe Rogan, who followed me, I DM'd him. You, you I got, slid I got into Joe Rogan's DM. <laughs> you know what? That's a lot farther than most people get. I will say that. Yeah. yeah I have I, never I, been I, left unread by somebody so famous as Joe Rogan. So kudos to you. It's all about those small wins. No, I, I am going to do a custom shroom head and send it to him. But just oh, see, God, you know, hey, why not? And he didn't like unfollow me. After <laughs> him, so. Also encouraging. I mean, hey. For listeners that don't know, Joe Rogan is a fan of psychedelics in general. Who doesn't uh, know that? DMT, mushrooms. You don't listen to Joe Rogan, and you know it, so I guess that's a good point. It must be widely known knowledge. 
Uh, it would make sense that he gravitates towards shroomhead art and amazing, Josh. Congratulations. Let's see uh, how that develops over the next days, weeks, and months. Yeah, man. Look, fingers crossed. Try to leverage yeah, this yeah. thing and do uh, something real. <laughs> mm-hmm. Get some get some Joe Rogan holders going here. But uh, right, no, I was going cool. to exciting. Instead of little baby shroom heads, they would be micro doses, and you make yeah. uh, and you make him a little micro dose one because that's a that's a great like secondary project too with the the baby trend that's going on. You do like your shroom heads, and then you do your micro doses. And I'll hey, only don't take give it, don't give it away, guys. Don't give it away. Oh, <laughs> oh my! <laughs> you heard it here first on the AM show. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by There's Spotify. Baby shroom heads out there, we're gonna fud you really hard on this show. No mm-hmm. copying me. <laughs> uh, um, hey, I had a question. Just this is more general, and you guys might have covered it a little bit today because of all the Evo snail stuff that's been going on. But um, I'm just curious about these projects that sort of have passive income dividend esque potential. Uh, particularly Evo Snails, because they just happen to hold one. Mm-hmm. I know, I know. The SEC has I'll entered the chat. Exactly. <laughs> mm. <laughs> well, hence why I'm a little hesitant around them. But I'm just wondering if you guys are willing to give just like a quick five-minute idiot's version of like what these things are, how they work, and how you actually like how how earning or getting some kind of, you know, whatever their coin is on a consistent basis works. I'm just trying to wrap my head around all of it, and I always like your guys' takes on this stuff. You can probably get me up to speed a lot faster than I could myself. I think Josh just called us an idiot. Collectively, (laughs) one single (laughs) idiot. One idiot? (laughs) We are. We equal one idiot. (laughs) No. um, uh, 0.5 plus 0.5 equals... Get him off the stage. Get the hook. Uh, no, uh, free market. If you want to, if you want to lead off on the, this one, yeah. So all of these projects are framing these tokens. They are ERC twenties. That is a separate contract from the minting contract, and it a lot. You know, you earn a certain amount of these ERC twenties, which is an infinite supply from this contract. This is not a security because it is only a utility token. So that's very important. If you're starting one of these, it's pretty widely known now. But if you're starting one of these projects, you don't want to talk about your token. And if you do, you need to be very clear that it's a utility token. And it is only for utility within your game and within the NFT ecosystem you've created. It's up to the community if they want to create a liquidity pool. And this is very similar to what happened in games like Worlds of Warcraft, where these marketplaces sprang up around in-game items which were desirable and people were willing to trade money for them, even though it wasn't itself necessarily valuable until this marketplace showed up, right? So to avoid being labeled a security, you really need to frame it as a game as a utility token, and it is not interest, it's not a dividend, this isn't money that you're earning. Now, when we analyze these things, that's how we frame them, because technically it is, but it really just comes down to how legally it's going to be interpreted by regulators, which will be different in each country, possibly each state. And 
we just have to see. But as an example, as we see extremely centralized marketplaces come online, Coinbase has already banned them. Not They're not even saying if it's a security or not. They're banning the actual mechanics of that type of NFT. No utility tokens and no fractionalization of NFTs through another NFT, right? Interesting. Just, sorry, brief idiot's metaphor here is for me, I'm the idiot in this. <laughs> this is like you're you're going to the, this is why you can go to the arcade play a game win arcade tickets and you could theoretically yes. sell those arcade tickets separately and that's okay yeah but the arcade's not breaking the law because they're just they're just giving out arcade tickets right exactly and gambling companies have tried to get around this for a long time in many states there are casinos where you don't actually gamble in money you buy like these credits from the casino and you gamble with those credits and then you trade the credits back in for money. And somehow in certain states, that was a workaround, right? And it's essentially that here. It's like the company, the creator is not saying these are worth money. This is a utility token for a game. If people want to trade it on their own on a deregulated exchange, I have nothing to do with for money. That's their prerogative. And I think that's an important distinction. And you can liken that back to Josh's original point about the arcades and getting the tickets is that, say, you just kept your tickets and you didn't want to exchange it for anything. And you can you can think of those prizes that they have on the wall as like maybe the utility that um, the token provides. You know, in this case, it's, you know, you get a stuffed animal or, you know, if you save up enough, you can get a you know PlayStation or something something like that. Um, you know, these these projects have their own types of utility. As I mentioned earlier in the show, like Head, Head DAO is providing um, a service that you can subscribe to and, 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 and burn the tokens for that. And that's essentially like trading your tickets in um, for a prize. Uh, now, if you didn't want to do that and you were walking out the front door and, you know, you saw somebody that had, um, you know, sort of a bunch of tickets, but they needed more to get the prize that they wanted. And you guys were to negotiate a private deal of you selling your tickets to him for X amount of dollars. Uh, you know, you can, you can liken that as to deregular, uh, a uh, decentralized exchange. And it's kind of like a peer to peer transaction. And I think the biggest red flag is when a project sets up their own liquidity pool to kind of facilitate the transfer of these tokens. Um, I think that's a, probably a big no, no. So I, you know, what I, I like your analogy. I think you're you're um, very onto something. Do yes. we? Is there a sense of what the? And again, obviously, recognizing that these are utility tokens, but is there? Do we have a sense of what the ETH value is of what some of these big projects are earning with a, you know, floor level character, particularly like Evo Snails, Evo Snails, or Ether Orcs? Uh, I can do Orcs for you right now. So one Orc. Once you had now, you need to level your orc up, which takes a few days, and then spend a little zug to get him to plus 12. So each orc can get loot, which adds zug production to him. So all base orcs eventually will be plus 16 zug a day. Well, plus 12 plus the four base. Zug right now okay. sells usually between 70 cents and a dollar. We could take a dollar. You know, I, I used 70 cents as the calculation yesterday. Because it was 71 cents. So at 71 cents, 
Each orc is earning you $4,190 per year in Zug. Oh, wow. Wow. And, okay. Yeah. And up until yesterday, or excuse me, two days ago, those orcs were selling for two grand. And I had made multiple tweets like, this cannot last. And I truly, <laughs> I truly believe Zug is undervalued, too. I mean, let's forget where it debuted because it was skewed by the game mechanics. But I could easily see Zug around two or three dollars long term if the game is successful and people want to play it. And it does have this historic significance premium attached to it. No question. I mean, look at mice and look at Kongs, which have cooled off during the bear, but they're still earning these guys, you know, hundreds of dollars a day. It's my, my small orc horde. I'm doing raids and stuff right now. So they're not only farming, but when they're only farming, they're making me almost a hundred bucks a day. While Zug is depressed. I mean, that's pretty crazy. You know, like that's, that's really good. Well, what are the um, the uh, Cyber Kongs, the Genesis bananas earning? Like, I saw something. It was probably a couple of months ago, but somebody dropped the fact that like one Cyber Kong is generating like three hundred and fifty thousand dollars in value a year just for holding yeah. that. It tracks the 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 Genesis Kong market is so efficient that the price of bananas tends to track the price of a Genesis Kong. So when the Kongs were going for 100 and 200 E, they were making about $400,000 uh, a year. Um, and it's it's crashed a bit now. But again, this is still, it's still a better living than 99% of the world makes as interest from your NFT. It's pretty incredible. I think that this model is really going to have legs in the future. Like, we don't know what... Oh, <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, I'm just looking up uh, the bananas that the Kongs generate right now, and uh, they're, they're at about $47 per. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe you get... Yeah, you get 10 bananas a day per Genesis Kong. So if you manage to mint that, stake it and held um, for a while, like this is a, a pretty incredible passive income that's well above, um, you know, it, it, that that NFT alone would pretty much put you in the 1%. Yeah, they're, the, the Kongs are, you know, the model everybody based their NFT on, so... Yeah, and at some point, uh, it looked like at the beginning of October, they peaked out at around $124. So um, maybe maybe even undervalued right now. Who knows? That's super interesting. Yeah, because like, how do you... It's so weird in this market, Like, because it's not... It's, <laughs> I hate to, hate to make this, this financial metaphor again, but it's not like a perpetuity in the sense that there's no guarantee of permanent long-term you know earning forever which is totally what not. Yeah. i would otherwise use to calculate the value of them so uh it's curious i'm gonna go do a little bit more research and uh, i i don't know I, I love my evo snail so i'm definitely gonna hold on to that and i'm super interested in ether etherworks because of you guys and the uh crazy work community we have here at Elf. yeah i don't know what leaf is trading at. i think it was 50 cents it's just the liquidity pool is like too small to sell or buy anything 
but you know, my snail earns 25 leaf a day. So yeah, I put my, I put my leaf into, um, Uniswap the other day to just see what I would get out of it. Actually, it's, it's, it looks like it's peaking right now, spike, not peaking, um, moving up. But, uh, yeah, Yeah. it, it literally said when I tried to trade it, um, that the price impact would be too high. And I was a very, very small holder of it. So definitely depends on what's sitting in the liquidity pool and how many people are actively trading it. But, uh, yeah, it's, bou- it's bounced like up to 80 cents. Game. Yeah, it's based on people's desire to play, whether it was a crypto game with an in-game currency owned by the players or whether it's a centralized company. People ha- have to desire to play this game for the fun of playing the game, not just making a profit. Otherwise, eventually Zug will crash and 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 so forth. I, mean, I think the NFT assets will retain value for the historical significance but the game has to be desirable to play for other than financial reasons in terms of gamification is ethorx probably the probably the the leader right now um uh, we yeah I not if you ask beanie but yeah <laughs> you should listen to them on the am spaces their game is i think the most intricate the most fun um it was first it's extremely innovative compared to more basic games and you know wolf game it's a little more basic and i'm not even trying to knock it but the way that the influencers were comparing it was false uh i would say orcs are the best of breed as far as on-chain games and i would encourage anyone to give it a try and play if it's within your budget i mean it's not a cheap game to to get into no and it is uh it is a little bit of a liquidity trap once you commit to playing the game you kind of have to see it out or else you know, right now with the L1 gas fees, it can uh, it can be negative EV to not kind of stick to your plan. Or if you think it's going to get pretty popular over the next year, you buy an orc, you set it farming and just sell Zug. I mean, collect up enough Zug every month to make the gas a small percentage of what you're doing and sell Zug. We have some Alpha Horde members who do just that versus playing because like Cobain said, it gets really expensive really quick. Love it. Thanks, guys. That was a great intro for the idiot. That is me, not you guys. (laughs) Just to clarify. (laughs) Love you, bud. Congrats again on Joe Rogan. Yeah, pretty damn cool. Um, And for new listeners that uh, haven't or uh, aren't familiar with Josh. He has a project on OpenSea called Shroom Heads with a Z. We can post that in the uh, the AM chat as well, or even just the general to go check it out. But a uh, super cool project that he's been working on. Um, and they're just one of one pieces that, you know, he puts a lot of effort into and they're they're beautiful. So uh, congrats to him. And I think on that note, unless there's, uh, is there anything you want to finish off with here? Pretty much it. Uh, Turkey Day is coming up this week. I don't know if that means anything's going to slow down in NFT world. I'd better log off. Sun says the uh, the show is over. Check out Digi Dragon's uh, contest. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, and on that note, they, we will end the show. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, we are recording this show for Spotify, uh, uh, Apple Podcasts, and on YouTube. The video component will be up shortly. As soon as I log off, we start to, to get to work on that and put it up immediately. So if you tuned in late, if you uh, had to leave early, obviously you won't be hearing this right now. But yeah, it will be up for you to, to watch and catch up on. And uh, I did a count yesterday, and I think we have like 
like almost 25 episodes up on Spotify too. So even if you want a, uh, a quick catch up on the NFT market over the past couple of weeks and want some binging to do, uh, there is a lot of opportunity to do that now. So um, again, thank you so much. It was a great show. I appreciate everybody's support. We did uh, we did kind of set the floor today for listeners at about 40. Um, and I hope we build on that. So again, have a great day. And uh, I think free market is still here and he'll lead you off with that. Exactly. All right. Thanks, guys.